What's good, Riri? You got it. So 33, we back. gonna get into this rude boy talk too man definitely is but gotta, gotta salute rihanna right now though We back. We back, man. You got it. Yeah, man. I had to, I had to start this episode out with some Rihanna after that halftime performance that she put on. Um, legendary performance that she put on halftime of the Super Bowl. I believe the viewers for her performance actually she got more views than the game did, which is crazy. I think it was one hundred eighteen million to the game, which had one hundred thirteen million, which is, I mean, not surprising. I mean, because the you know Rihanna's Navy is is very big. So Rihanna's Navy is very big, man. Uh, shout out to Rihanna. You got it. We back. Episode 33. I know we back quick. It's a quick turnaround for episode. Um, speaking of rude boys, it's definitely Valentine's Eve. Okay. We're going to get into that a little bit later. Uh, but yeah, man. I mean, Rihanna, man, her, her set list. Um, I was wrong about my prediction for the song that I thought she was going to start out with which I thought was going to be Rude Boy. It ended up being Better Have My Money. Um, and I'm not mad about that. I mean, you know, that's that's a that's a real jam. So, I, um, I, you know, I like the way she started out the performance. I like the way that um, the choreography um, of the dancers and... and you know the aesthetics of, of just the whole just the whole performance. It was it was a legendary performance. Um, 
of course, the big reveal was that um, she is now pregnant with baby number two. And that was kind of the, you know, that was the, the whole thing. I mean, she had an outfit on that was basically revealing her stomach. And, yeah, I mean, it, it took over. It started trending. You know, is she pregnant? started trending. Um, it was confirmed that she was pregnant. Uh, shout out to the Jasmine brand for breaking that story um, about Rihanna being pregnant. And, um, yeah, man, I mean, you know, we'd love to see it. We'd love to see it. Her and ASAP got another one coming. I believe the first baby is around eight or nine months old. And she looked um, she looked pregnant. I mean, she looked pregnant, pregnant. It wasn't, I mean, she was showing. So whatever, uh, I don't know, I'm not sure how long, you know, how far along she is, but she definitely was showing, showing. So, um, yeah, man, shout out to Rihanna, though. But I, I enjoyed the halftime performance. Um, it wasn't the highlight of the Super Bowl. Of course, the game was, and we will get into the game. And listen, man, I hate to say it, man, but y'all got to y'all gotta start putting some respect on, on Patrick LaVon Mahomes II's name. That 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 brother is a bad, he's a bad boy, man, and we gotta stop. We gotta stop acting like we not witnessing greatness, right in front of our eyes. Um, so I mean, I predicted the Kansas City Chiefs to win thirty one twenty four. Um, my prediction was wrong. I mean, the Chiefs did win. It was thirty eight thirty five. Um, Kansas City had a field goal, with maybe a I think a couple of seconds left, to take the lead and and um, kind of win the game. <laughs> And I, I, ne- I never doubted it for a minute. I, I never doubted it. And in Philadelphia, they played a very good game. Jalen Hurts played a very good game. Matter of fact, I am now more of a Jalen Hurts fan than I was ever before. Because I thought that the way he was playing, um, Philly was going to blow Kansas City out. That's what that's what I thought. Um, Jalen Hurts, I think, in the... With what three touch three rushing touchdowns, one passing touchdown, over three hundred yards, uh, passing over I think seventy yards, Super Bowl record seventy yards rushing. I mean, he listened, man. He played. He played. He played an excellent game. Um, and if it not for Patrick Mahomes being Patrick Mahomes, um, he Eagles would have won that game, and Jalen Hurts would have been the MVP. <laughs> So, um, yeah, but as far as the game, though, I mean, it was a good game. You know, the Eagles were up 24, I think 14 at halftime. It was not looking good for Kansas City. Halftime adjustments are always the name of the game. And coming out of halftime, I mean, Patrick Mahomes started doing Patrick Mahomes things. And led his team to victory. And the game was definitely more about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs taking the victory than it was the Eagles losing the game. Because even even after, uh, you know, the Chiefs took the lead, um, Jalen Hurts, you know, came back and tied it back up. I think it was 35-28. Kansas City in the fourth quarter, Jalen Hurts, you know, led the Eagles right back down for a touchdown, tied the game up 35-35. Um, of course, there's a controversial play um, with Juju and whether or not it was a hold, which gave Kansas City a first down, 
um, with less than a minute to go, which inevitably ended the game and allowed Kansas City to run out the clock and not let Jalen Hurts get a chance to go down and tie the score. Um, was it a flag? Yes, it was a flag. I don't think there's any debate about whether or not it was a flag. Um, he, Bradbury, even after the game, Bradbury said he tugged his jersey. He didn't think he was, he was going to call it. The only reason why he thought that is because he had been tugging on Juju's jersey all game long. There were flags that could have been thrown earlier that they did not throw. And, you know, at some point, I mean, they threw it. And that just is what it is. So, but as far as, like, whether or not he was tugging on his jersey or, or whether or not it was a holding penalty, it clearly was. So, we don't want to, I mean, I don't want to act like that sole play is the reason why Kansas City won the game. No, there were plays before that. Jalen Hurts fumble. Um, the Eagles defense not getting to Patrick Mahomes at all. The whole game not getting one sack. And um, and Patrick Mahomes, you know, after he got hurt, I think late in the second quarter, for him to be able to scramble, I think it was, what, 17, 18 yards in the fourth quarter to kind of lead him down to that game with a field goal was very critical. So, um, shout out to Kansas City. Shout out to Juju for getting his, his championship. I mean, I wish he would have got it here in Pittsburgh, but he didn't. Um, but I'm glad he got one. He deserves one. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, on the. He's on the verge of basically, you know, them in Kansas City creating a dynasty. So, they've been to three Super Bowls in, in the past five years. Won two of them. And that's, you know, once you start getting into those numbers, that's dynasty talk. So, um, shout out to Philadelphia Eagles. They played a heck of a game. Um, They just came up on a short end of the stick, but I have no doubt in my mind that they will be back. And their secondary did get exposed uh, for, you know, for lack of a better word. And without them getting pressure on Patrick Mahomes, the back end, was very suspect. And that's that's pretty much that. So I don't want to make this a whole sports episode, though, because we did sports last episode. And and I, and I will say this, though. You know, at the end of last episode, I spoke about Michael, Michael Irvin, playmaker, and um, what, what he got going on with this lawsuit and accusations. And I was a little disappointed today when he didn't show up on first take. Very disappointed today. Um, so ESPN, get it right. Don't do what NFL Network's doing. Just because they're doing it doesn't mean you have to do it. Get it right. Playmaker should be back on first take. And I was a little disappointed today but to not see him. Um, I have another theory on that, but I don't want to put that out there. But there's some foul stuff going on, and he should have been on first take today. But he wasn't, and that's just that. So, But ESPN, do the right thing. Put him back on TV, okay? Uh, kind of want to get into, you know, some some other things right now other than sports. And the first thing I want to kind of get into is these uh, big red boots, okay? I don't know where these boots came from. I have no idea why people are wearing these boots. If you haven't seen these boots, you're clearly living under a rock. 
And listen, man, these boots look like AirPods. They look like giant AirPods, man. And I'm trying to figure out why people are wearing these boots. And I've seen a number of celebrities with these boots on. Uh, Coyle Ray, Janelle Monet, Diplo, um, Shy Alexander, SGA from the uh, Thunder. He's had the big red boots on too. And I'm trying to figure out what is going on with these big red boots, man. I don't know why people want to wear these boots. They are ugly. Um, they're made by MSCHF. Don't know what company that is, but um, they are the people that have made these boots. Uh, the price for these boots varies anywhere from like three hundred to about a thousand, and even on the resale, they're going for close to two thousand. And I, I, I mean, I listen, man. I don't get it. I don't know why people want to wear these boots, man. But whoever made these boots, I mean, once they once they seen the first celebrity in these boots, I can only imagine this is all he thought, man. I, I, I can only imagine what he thought after he seen the first celebrity wearing these boots, man. But especially for the prices. But this is this is exactly what he thought. <laughs> Got he. <laughs> Got he. <laughs> Because you can, you get. I mean, what else can he think? What else can he think after seeing people wear these boots, man? This dude made these boots, and he is charging a lot of money for these boots. And <laughs> yo, oh my goodness, man, he's getting them, man. I, and you know what? I ain't gonna knock the hustle. I am not gonna knock the hustle at all, man. And so that that just is what it is, man. But I would I would like to you know. Kind of figure out exactly what the and, and and I seen a video with these boots where people they needed help taking the boots off, like so not only you know you have to put the boots on all right that's fine whatever, but you can't take the boots off by yourself, like what are you supposed to do if you go home by yourself how are you gonna get the boots off man? Come on man we gotta we gotta you know what I mean we got. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, we gotta stop following. For, listen, well, you know what? I ain't gonna say stop following for the nonsense, but because I'm not knocking this person, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna knock mischief, whatever MSCHF. I'm not gonna knock their hustle for these boots, but you wouldn't catch me dead in these boots, man. These are clown boots. They look like AirPods. No, I'm, I'm not rolling, man. So that that just is what it is. I'm not rolling, man. Um, transitioning over, getting off these boots, man, and, and kind of getting into, you know, to be some other things, man. That Billboard put out their top ten uh, rappers list, and um, it was a pretty controversial list. I mean, well, it was a top fifty list, but the top ten is what everybody was talking about. Um, they had Jay Z at number one, they had Kendrick at number two, Nas at number three, Tupac at number four. Eminem number five, uh, Big at number six, which I think is crazy. Lil Wayne number seven, um, Drake number eight, Snoop number nine, and rounding out their top ten, they got Nicki Minaj. Now I wasn't I wasn't 
I mean, I wasn't uh, mad at seeing Nicki Nicki on the list. I believe that, you know, there should definitely be a female rapper somewhere in that top 10, Um, whether it be her, Little Kim. I'm I'm not, you know, I'm I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. But in regards to the top 10, though, I liked it. I was glad to see Snoop in there because I believe Snoop definitely should be in the top 10. Um, Kendrick, Drake, I think they're ranked a little bit too high, especially to be over... Biggie and Pac, I think, is a little crazy. Um, me personally would not have them up that high, uh, and 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 you know I have no problem with Jay Z being number one, but for me, not my number one rapper is Biggie. That that's just my my personal opinion. Um, Nas is where he should be. Nas is at number three. He should be at three. Um, he shouldn't be no lower than four. I will say that. Um, but you know, Biggie, Pop, um, Nas, Jay Z. Um, you can flip five Jay Z and Nas if you want to. Uh, rounding out that top five for me would be Snoop. Um, I think Snoop's. I mean, he has. I mean, his catalog is just crazy. He has one of the top five albums of all time. Uh, Doggy Style. I mean, he got you know, Deep Cover. Uh, the chronic. I mean, he. I mean, Snoop. I mean, come on, Snoop. I mean, Snoop. Snoop is a megastar. Okay, he's a global star. Um, and everybody knows Snoop, man. I, I mean, Uncle Snoop is a legend. Um, there's really nothing, nothing more that needs to be said about Snoop in regards to that. But he definitely, he for me, he's in my top five. Um, Eminem. Listen, I've never heard Eminem play in the club. So, listen, I mean, he can he rap? Yeah. Does he have Does he have a good catalog? Yeah. Should he be in the top five? No. Should he be in the top ten? De- very debatable. Very, very debatable. But um, I, yeah, I got no problem with the list. You know what I mean? As far as like the top ten, I would just move some things around in that list. But I yeah I have no no major issues with the list. Uh, Tupac, of course, Tupac should definitely be on there. Um, I mean, of course, what he did is, you know, the albums that he put out are legendary albums. So I got no problem with uh, Tupac being on the list. And I got no problem with Lil Wayne being on the list. Lil Wayne should definitely be, he should definitely be, uh, definitely be somewhere in the top 10. Should he be, should he be number seven? Um, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I, I mean, six, six, seven, you know, somewhere around there. Yeah, I would put Wayne. Right now, maybe one person behind Drake. I might have Drake at six, Wayne at seven, Kendrick, and you know we'll we'll see what happens after that. But uh, yeah, man, I I got no problem with that. Um, I I think at some point Drake will, when he's done and his whole discography is out, I believe Drake will be top five at some point. Who he knocks out that top five list? Uh, for me, it's either gonna, it's most likely gonna be Snoop.
depending on if Drake, you know, stays on the trajectory that he's on, it'll probably be Snoop that he knocks out my top five. I don't see, I know there's a chance that he could knock Nas out my top five too. Um, but but King's Disease, you know, Nas's last album, King's Disease 1 and 2, they were classics. So if Nas continues to put out those classics, it's going to be hard to knock him out my top five. Uh, Snoop isn't really making music anymore. So there's a chance that Drake can over, you know, overtake him. Um, speaking of Drake, though, let's get into this, you know, what's going on with Drake and uh, XXTentacion and the court hearing that's going on right now. And apparently, uh, the lawyers that are defending X, um, that are trying to prosecute the three people that killed XXTentacion, believe that Drake has something to do with the murder. Uh, they have subpoenaed Drake. They want him to show up for a disposition. And I think that that is, um, that's, that's big news. I don't know why, you know, I mean, I, I think Drake has, has uh, sent something back with his lawyers, you know what I mean, to basically not have to show up for what's going on. But this is a lot bigger news than what people are making it seem like. Apparently, Drake had, you know, said some lyrics that people think, once again, it's the whole lyrics thing, I hate it, uh, but they think were directed at XXTentacion um, prior to XX, you know, Triple X dying. He did say something that if he was the, you know, he was the dad, it would have something to do with Drake. Um, Triple X's lawyers are definitely, uh, they were def, they're they're definitely holding firm on that Drake has something to do with him dying. Um, do I believe that? No, I don't. But you know, hey man, you know what I mean. What what can you say about that? But Drake is, you know, he he definitely gonna have to answer to this disposition. Um, hopefully he does not have to go. Hopefully they don't try to use his lyrics against him. Um, those lyrics could be about anybody. So hopefully that that kind of uh, that kind of goes away very quietly, and there's really nothing to kind of worry about. But I think it's it's very interesting that um, this happened in 2018, and Drake has never really had no heat about this this whole time, and then. Now that this hearing is up and the three dudes that are, you know, on the stand right now, um, with the one of them pretty much snitching on the other two, uh, it's interesting that Drake's name came up. That's all. I just think it's very interesting. So we we will see what happens uh, with that. But Drake has definitely, you know, sent something back over to the point where he does not have to show up. So we'll we'll kind of keep tabs on that and see how that plays out. But uh, let's kind of let's kind of get into this no no of the week, man. Before we we kind of get into the main topic of this episode, um, and the no no of the week, and since we we're kind of recording this, you know, on live time, um, the no no of the week right now is going to the active shooter currently on Michigan State's campus. In once again, man, once again, I, I mean, there's not any information about the weapon that this person is using, but there is obviously somebody on Michigan State's campus, and he is running rampant around, and I believe he has shot five people so far. Uh, I believe that three people are dead as of right now. Um I'm kind of looking at the current, you know, what they got going on right now, the latest news. The gunman is still 
on the hunt right now. There are three people confirmed dead. Um, the suspect is caught on camera. Five people have been shot, but they don't have anybody in custody. So that is a little concerning. And you know, we we kind of we kind of keep going through this this whole mass shooting. Uh, but we, you know, it just continues to keep happening over here in the United States. And at what point are we going to get rid of these assault weapons? I don't really. I mean, listen, I don't watch the real news all like that. Um, do I watch the real news sometimes? Yes, I do. And I don't see like mass shootings, especially on college campuses, anywhere else but here. So I don't know what that says. I don't know what that means. But I do believe it does have something to do with the assault weapons. And we got to get rid of them. I mean, it's 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 time. It's time, man. I mean, you should not be able to if 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 you have a revolver. Um, I don't really know a lot about guns, so let me let me just go ahead and put that disclaimer out. But I do know that revolvers hold six shots, I believe. Um, I think if you get a gun with a clip, I don't really I don't know how many you know bullets are in a clip, and whatnot, and what forth. Um, which I probably should know, but uh, I don't. Uh, you know what I mean? I'm not really big on weapons. Um, I have always said that I did want to kind of go to the gun range. I heard it's like relaxing, um, but you know, I've never been there. Um, but in the end, you should not be, I still, I'm still not understanding how people are shooting this many people at one time in one setting. Now they have a picture of the guy. He's heavily covered up. Looks like he has a mask on, a hat, heavy jacket. Um, yeah, man, but this dude is, you know, he definitely getting my no-no right now, man. Uh, and the fact that you're going on the college campus and doing this is really crazy to me. So it's, it's just an unfortunate situation. I know Joe Biden is, is definitely trying to get, you know, trying to get rid of the assault weapons, assault style weapons. That's something that he's, you know, kind of big on right now. And, um, you know, hopefully, you know, it happens sooner than later. You know, hopefully he can sign some sort of executive order to kind of ban this. Of course, you know, you got to deal with the NRA. But uh, hopefully, um, you know, Joe can kind of override the situation because, you know, we're, we're tired of this, man. We're tired of multiple people getting shot at one time by one person. Like, that's not, that's not, and this is not a war, you know what I mean? This is not war right now. So, we we are tired of that. Um, it's definitely long overdue to kind of ban these assault-style weapons. And the no-no definitely goes to the person that is out here, whatever he did on Michigan State's campus. This no-no is for you, man. No, no, it's for you, man. All right. Hopefully they catch this dude by the time I'm done recording this episode. That would definitely be ideal. That's something that, you know, we'd rather see sooner than later. But, uh, 
you know, prayers to all involved that are, you know, in the situation, sending, you know, thoughts and prayers to everybody, peace, love, and light to everybody on Michigan State's campus um, that has to deal with this, you know, traumatic event. And uh, hopefully it can get rectified, man. Hopefully they can find this, this, you know, this dude that's out there just terrorizing people and kind of, you know, kind of move forward from this situation, man. But um, speaking of, like, shooting down and, and what's going on out here, this, there, okay, so this was just recently, I think it was yesterday, there was another, I don't know what they're calling these, uh, I guess, well, the first thing was a big balloon. I guess that's what it was. So I'm not sure what they're calling these. Um, I don't know. I don't know if, what I really want to call them, man. I, I guess they are objects. I mean, I, I guess for lack of a better word, these objects that are getting shot down um, over the United States and over Canada. Um, I don't know what's going on with this, but it is. Uh, it's starting. To, it's starting to get a little concerning. It's starting to get a little concerning, um, because this is the what the third or fourth thing object that they've shot down um in the last week I I believe first it was the balloon that was over North Carolina um they shot it down uh on on the coast somewhere around North Carolina South Carolina and then you know another object uh got shot down in Alaska I believe and these are all I guess these are they're relating them, they're comparing them to Chinese spy balloons. Okay, so uh, there was another object that was shot down over Alaska and then another object that was shot down over Lake Huron, which is pretty close to where I'm at. Um, so they're calling them high-altitude high objects. Uh, and the military is the one that keeps shooting these objects down and I don't know, man. I mean, I'm a little concerned, man, because 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 first of all, how are these objects just flying into space, like into the air, like that, without like anybody even saying anything, you know, saying anything about them being up there, or why they just continue to just flood our airspace? And why they're getting so close to population. Like, it's one thing if these objects are flying over, you know, the ocean. And, you know, nobody can, you know, nobody can kind of get hurt. But once they start getting close to population and close to land. Yeah, at that point, you have to kind of get rid of these. Or, or you have to kind of, I don't know, blow them the other way. Or however you want to do it. But apparently, you know, two of these objects that came from China... Um, nobody knows where the other two are from, but, uh, one of them was shot down in the Canadian territory and the other one was over Lake Huron. Um, so two Chinese balloons, spy balloons, and then two other objects. And am, am I worried? I'm a little worried, I think a little bit, cause I don't, I don't know what they are. You know what I mean? That you know, if they're spying, why is China spying on us? That's the one thing. 
Um, secondly, uh, like, why are we not catching these balloons until they get close to the States? So you, so if it came from China, you trying to tell me you didn't see this balloon the whole time until it got close to the United States? It just floated along the whole time and nobody else said anything about it. Nobody seen anything. It didn't, you know, trigger off any sort of, uh, any sort of alarms or anything while I was just floating, you know, but that that's, I don't know, it's concerning, man, but I'm glad that, you know, the military shot it down. I'm glad that we don't have to worry about it moving forward. If there is another one, uh, it appears as if, you know, Joe has given a green light to take these objects down immediately. So I do like the fact that he's doing that. And, um, Hopefully, you know, this is an ongoing story. So we'll see what happens within the next week and if we see another one. So, um, yeah, let's kind of get off of that, man, and kind of get into to what we kind of really want to get into. Valentine's Day, man. Valentine's Day is, is, is tomorrow. Well, as of right now, it's currently right now. So last episode, I kind of touched on um, BMF and Charles. And I'm going to tie all this in together. Don't worry about it. But last episode, I kind of touched on uh, BMF and Charles cheating on Lucille. And, you know, and I just thought Charles was moving foul, man. You know what I mean? He was moving real nasty, man. I didn't like what Charles was doing. Uh, He was cheating. I think her name is Mabel in the show. And he was going over there first. He started going over there and was fixing up her uh, her cup. I think it was her cabinet door and was fixing that up. And, you know, one thing led to another. Next thing you know, she's inviting Charles to come to a party. Uh, Lucille was out on, um, Lucille was out on a family trip and Charles stays back and he goes to the party and he cheats with Mabel. You know what I mean? He cheats with Mabel. Mabel's from the church. He met Mabel from the church. He cheats with Mabel. And it's like, hey, Charles, you're moving kind of foul, man. You're you moving real foul, man. But, the, the, the you know, the, the kind of, you know, the, the caveat of this whole thing is Mabel, as a side chick, she seems to be an okay side chick, which leads me into the whole Valentine's thing. Mabel seems to be an okay side chick. She does not seem to be in Lucille's space, um, you know, at the church. It, it does not appear they, you know, cross paths. Lucille accused another woman of cheating with Charles and had the wrong woman. And, she, you know what I mean? She ended up, you know, apologizing to Charles and, and you know, and, and, and Charles too, man. Listen, we all been there before, man. Charles, you know what I mean? You had a, you had a, a bad performance with Mabel, but, um, hey, we've all been there before, man. You know what I mean? We've all been there before. So it got me to thinking about, like, what makes a good sad chick, man? You know what I mean? And and and, and another thing about the whole sad chick thing is not Charles is not the only one with a sad chick. Terry has a sad chick, too. Terry is messing with Lala. Um, he's cheating on the baby's mom that he has at home. And, and he's starting to catch feelings. He's starting to catch feelings. And... I don't, uh, you know what I mean? Would, would Lala be considered um, Terry Sadchick? Yes, I would I would think so. I would think so, man. Um, 
Terry is cheating on his baby's mom. And with Lala, he's going to Lala's job. And LaWanda is at home with the baby, living with the family. And Terry's just out here doing whatever he wants with Lala, sneaking up on her at her job late night. I can't tell what she's what her occupation is, but it appears to be something with insurance. And is Lala a good? Is you know, is she a good side chick? As of right now, she is. Her and Lawanda will never cross paths. Um, and right now, you know what I mean. So what what makes a good side chick, man? We got to really think about that. Uh, obviously, the day before Valentine's Day is side chick's holiday. The day after Valentine's Day is side chick's holiday, and um, you know when you when you want to when you you know when you're dealing with a side chick, you definitely want um, someone that is that knows your situation, that knows that you are with somebody else, does not care. You also want a side chick that is um, does not catch feelings, okay? Which kind of you know kind of throws out the whole Lala and uh, Terry situation. Because it appears like Lala's catching feelings. Um, you also want a side chick that is um, okay with not seeing you all the time. So, those are you know those are some of the qualities of side chicks, man. And and and, and let me just not we're not just talking about side chicks. We're talking about side dudes too as well. Because girls is players too. Shout out to Coy the Ray. Girls is players too. And 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 for a female that wants a sad dude, okay, they want a dude that's not gonna catch feelings. Like they don't want they want to do that's not going to be keeping tabs on them. They want to do that's not going through their phone. Um, you know, those type of things, man. So, you know what I mean? They want to do that is not obsessed with them, that is, you know, does not have time for them all day. So they want to do that is actually busy, you know what I mean? As it's, as their sad dude. They don't want to do that doesn't have anything going on as a sad dude. And and you know. Those are some of the, the, the qualifications of a good side chick or side dude. So what I did, and I know I'm I'm wilding for this, but I've created a top five list of occupations for sad males, sad dudes, and sad females. All right, so we just going we're gonna get into this, man. The top five occupations uh for sad dudes and sad females. Sad chicks and sad females. I mean, sad chicks and sad dudes. Um, and this is this is a Valentine's Day special. Okay, coming in at number five. Coming in at number five for sad chicks, man. Occupation. Um, a model. OnlyFans model or a model. The reason why they're coming in at number five is that models usually get booked for photo shoots. Um, at those photo shoots, they never really take their dude with them. If they do take their dude with them, the dude does not know what's going on. The photographer could be, you know, doing whatever he want to do and just be acting like the photographer. And the, you know what I mean? And, and and her boyfriend would not know anything that was going on. In regards to, you know, OnlyFans, of course, OnlyFans is private. Unless you have your, your man on there with you, anything that a chick does that's on OnlyFans, um, you know what I mean? Her boyfriend might not have privy to, okay? If he's not, doesn't have access to, you know, the login information, she could be on there chatting with any man that she wants. Okay? So that's coming in number five. Number four, we have cell phone store workers. Okay? T-Bowman workers, AT&T, Sprint, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. They coming in number four, uh, side chick occupations. And um, the reason being of that is that they have access to multiple phones. 
Okay, so if, if they are dealing with um, a man, you know what I mean, that has a significant other, um, they can easily change phone numbers multiple times. Uh, the side chick, will, the, the main chick will never be able to contact her because she might have more than one line. So that makes her, you know, a very valuable, you know, side chick. So having that occupation of a cell phone worker um, is very beneficial if you're going to be a side chick. Coming in at number three. What is this? I got storage full. Coming in at number three. This is going to be crazy. Bartenders. Okay. And I like bartenders, man. I do. But bartenders got to be one of the best side chicks to have. All right. Because for one, they work late hours. For two, they're very sociable. They talk to everybody. So if you go in there with your woman and the bartender is being friendly to you, it's not out of, it's not like abnormal. They're friendly to everybody. Okay. They know how to play their role as being a side chick and, and just being, you know what I mean? Uh, someone that, you know, does customer service. They're in the service industry. So bartenders make a valuable side chick at, at all times. Um, coming in at number two, we have exotic dancers. I mean, I think that's that's kind of obvious in regards to, you know, why the exotic dancer would be a good side chick. Um, they definitely, you know what I mean? They don't really catch feelings a lot. They uh, they work late. And once again, as somebody else that works late hours, um, you know, and, and most men don't really go to. Well, no, I ain't gonna say most men. Um, a lot of men do go to strip clubs with their women, but most men are not or most women are not like inquiring about the chick at the dance. You know, that's a dancer. Most women aren't really inquiring about that female. Um, so if a man is going out and he goes to the strip club by himself um, and, you know, he happens to engage with, his, you know, an exotic dancer, um, his woman is not going to suspect anything. He might be hanging out with the fellas. He might be going to get something to eat. Most strip clubs do have very good food. Okay, so if you happen to have, you know what I mean, it's, you know, a, a nice little thing, you know, it's a nice little thing up in the uh, in the strip club, most likely your woman won't suspect a thing. So, exotic dancer coming in at number two. Coming in at number one, it is an LPN, CNN nurse or nurse, any one of those occupations. Any one of the women that wear scrubs, all right? For, that's it. Any one of the women that wear scrubs. Number one sad chick occupation. Just for the simple fact that they can always be in school. They're always, they're always in school, man. They're always in school. There's no way that your woman will ever be able to tell which chick this is that you're messing with as the sad chick if she works at a hospital or if she's at that school. There's too many of them. They all look alike. They all wear the same clothes. She'll never be able to know. All right. So that's coming in at number one sad chick occupation. All right. I know the list is crazy, man. But yeah, that's coming in at number one, man. So let me go ahead and get to the to the sad dude uh, occupation list. And don't ask me what made me think about this, but it's, it's obvious because it's Valentine's Day and this, this is how we feeling, man. Uh, top five sad dude occupations, man. Coming in at number five, ride share drivers, Uber or Lyft drivers, DoorDash, um, Uber Eats, any any type of ride share driver coming is, is is you know number five occupation for the main reason the fact that they're going to women's house, they're going to people's houses, 
Okay, they're picking people up, dropping people off. It's very easy for them to, you know, have a female that they're dealing with, um, order something, go over there, and or excuse me, a female dealing with another man while her man is at work. She's easy for her to order something, you know, buy this man or just have him bring something over, and him not him not be on the clock. He could be a ride share driver. But he might not be on the clock. And it's easy for him to just come over, see the female, and, you know, going about their business. Uh, the, you know, the man who's ever at work, he might be, you know what I mean, a teacher or something. He would never know anything. All he knows is that she's ordering food. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, yeah, easy. Number five, coming in at number four, sad do occupations. Um, insurance salesmen, all right? Insurance salesmen, they go to businesses. Um you know, for the most part, they are, they're, you know, very busy. So if you are a female and you don't want your your man to know about your side dude, if he is an insurance salesman, more times than not, he's never really going to see that person at all because they're busy. They're going business to business. They're going out of state. You know what I mean? They have multiple clients all over the place. And for a, for a female... That's the exact type of man that you want as a side dude because he's very busy. He doesn't have time to just be underneath you the whole time. Okay, so that's what we have coming in at number four: insurance salesman, uh, mobile insurance salesman. All right, coming in at number three for side dude occupations: footlocker workers. Footlocker workers, man. A female that wants to buy her man some pair of shoes. And go to Foot Locker and flirt with the salesman all day if she wants to. And the dude will know, not know nothing about it. Because in the end, he's getting a pair of shoes. So she can go to the mall and be there for however long she wants. The, the, the worker can go on lunch break. They can do whatever they want to do. And as long as the female comes back with a pair of shoes, the man will never question it at all. Okay? Foot Locker workers, I used to work at Foot Locker. That doesn't make me a sad dude, but listen, let me tell you, I used to work at Foot Locker, so that's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, coming in at number two, rappers and hustlers. Okay, obviously they make the perfect sad dudes because, I mean, their occupation is to just be out and about, to be moving, be moving and shaking all the time in the streets. That's their main occupation. That's their main job description is to be moving around. As a sad dude that doesn't really have time for women, you want a woman that has a man, okay? Because you don't want her to catch feelings, and she can't keep tabs on you. You're either at the studio, you're, you're making moves, you got a lot of motion going on. Um, and in regards to being a hustler, I mean, listen, <laughs> listen, everybody, you know, all females like the, the weed, man, okay? All females like the weed, man. And there's definitely probably been plenty of times when, you know, a female has been with her man and the man couldn't get anything and the female had to call her connect up and she went to go see him and they jumped something off and she went back and it was all good. Yeah, I mean, that that happens. OK, don't ask me how I know, but that happens. All right. We, we ain't going to we ain't going to we ain't going to speak on that, but that happens. So that that's coming in at number two. Rappers and hustlers, man. You know what I mean, 
Number sad dude occupations. Number two sad dude occupations. Coming in at number one sad dude occupations. Overseas basketball players. Oh my gosh. Overseas basketball players coming in at number one sad dude occupation. Just for the simple fact that they're they're you know they're overseas. Okay? They they're either overseas or they're saying they're overseas and they're back at home and you know, a female that's messing with an overseas basketball player as a side dude, in no way, shape, or form will her man ever suspect anything, okay? Because he might either be the bestie or he might be the, uh, he might be the, um, you know, the, the, the brother. And the dude will never suspect anything because he won't never see the dude. More than likely, the dude is either going to be out of, out of town all the time, anytime that she sees him and cheats with him, she may be out of town, okay? They may be linking up at a spring break somewhere, uh, something of that nature. Uh, Miami, uh, Tulum, you know what I mean, down in Mexico. And an overseas basketball player, usually they have enough money to fly chicks out, okay? They usually have enough money to fly chicks out, and they're always cool with a bunch of multiple chicks that know each other. So if you are a female with a man and your side dude is an overseas basketball player, that gives you a lot of leeway, okay? Communication-wise, especially with the overseas phone calls, your man will never suspect that a number that starts with a 05861 with a plus sign in it is, is uh, you know, is a dude calling. More than likely, he's going to think that's the wrong number. So that's another thing that overseas basketball players got going for them. Cell phone numbers that don't look like American regular numbers. So that's that's what we got, man. Top five male sad dude occupations. Rideshare drivers, insurance salesmen, footlocker workers, rappers and hustlers, overseas basketball players. And I say all that to say, it's Valentine's Day, man. You know what I mean. And every and listen, I'm bitter right now. I don't got no Valentine, man. So I'm hating. Yeah. So I'm I'm on the I'm on the side dude list right now. Okay, I'm on the side dude list right now. If any chick that contacts me, you know what I mean about Valentine's Day, more than likely you got a man, and I'm on the side dude's list, man. So that's where this list came from. I'm having fun with this list, man. But we ain't gonna let's go back to the top five side chick occupations, models and OnlyFans, workers at number five, number four, cell phone store workers, number three, bartenders, number two, exotic dancers, number one, um, LPN, CNN, or nurses that are in school. All right, those are the top five occupations of side chicks, and I've just ran off the top five occupations of side dudes. All right, and that just kind of brings me on to what's going on, what we doing today for Valentine's Day. Right now, I ain't doing nothing, man. And I'm bitter about it. No, I ain't bitter. I'm actually I'm actually kind of happy about it for real. I ain't tripping about Valentine's Day. Uh nor should you. If you don't have one, you should not be tripping about that either. And of course, the goat of all Valentine's Day things, all things Valentine's Day, is coming from our Uncle Charla, okay, and he's going to lead the prayer that he likes to lead. Wait a minute, what is going on here? 
He's going to lead this prayer right now. And this is for all the single ladies. And we 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 going we we have no choice but to kind of run through what Uncle Charlotte does on Valentine's Day, man, because it's legendary. It's always legendary, man. So we're going to get into it. Let's get into it right now, man. Let's get into it right now. Let's get into it right now. This is Uncle Charlotte uh, with the single woman's prayer on Valentine's Day. And let's get into it, man. Now, uh, come on, ladies. We say in unison? Yes, yes, in unison. Hey, ladies. <laughs> now I lay me down to sleep. I pray for a man who's not a creep. One who's handsome, smart, and strong, who's not afraid to admit when he is wrong. One who thinks before he speaks. When he promises to call, he doesn't wait six weeks. I pray that he is gainfully employed and won't whip my ass when he's in Get him, Uncle Charlotte. Pulls out my chair and opens my door. Massages my back and begs to do more. Oh, send me a man who will make love to my mind and knows what to say when I ask how fat is my behind. The answer is yes for black girls. One who will make love till my body's a itching. He brings, he brings me a, me a sandwich, sandwich too when he, when goes. he goes to the kitchen. <laughs> I pray that this man will love me to no end. And never compare me to my best friend. And never compare you to your <laughs> best friend. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Thank you in advance. And now I'll just wait. What? For I know you will send him before it's too late. Amen. 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 Amen, man. Amen. That's that listen, that's part of that's part of that that single woman's prayer. Okay. And, and and then we're going to get into what Beyonce tried to do for single women. Speaking of single women's prayer, we're going to get into what Beyonce tried to do for single women. And just, you know, let's get into that, man. We're going to tap into that too right now, man. Shake off the frustration of being single. And Beyonce created, created a jam for you to sweat to in those fitness classes. Ladies, here's the thing about that jam, single ladies. It wasn't really it. a celebration of being single. Think about it. It was actually a vent session. Okay, Beyonce actually actually was expressing the frustration of millions of women around the world when she screamed, if you like it, put a ring on it. That was a demand, okay? And it worked because she's married with kids now and you don't even have a Valentine's. But that's okay. It's that's okay. okay. It's we all right. I don't got one either. Ladies today, that is not what this is about. I just want to send love to all the women who will be posting 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 all day today. Uh, fellas, if you see a woman post this scripture, leave a broken heart in her comments. The scripture is love is patient, love is kind, it is not envy, it is not boast, it is not proud, it does not dishonor others, it is not self-seeking, it is not mm. easily angered, mm. it keeps mm. no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. It but never when there fails. are prophecies, they will cease. Where there are tongues, they will be stilled. Where there is knowledge, it will pass away. I'm not even sure what all that means. But singular women love it. And they will be posting it on social media all day. So just leave a broken heart in their comments. Now, I promise you, I am not here to make single women feel bad this morning. Listen, shout out to all the single women, man. Shout out to all the single women. Shout out to all the single men out here. Um, You know what I mean? It's just, it's listen, man. It hurts, man. You know what I mean? And And, and I don't like being in this situation either, but it just is what it is, man. This is for y'all, man. This is for y'all, man. Because you always got yourself. You always got yourself, man. Self-love is the best love, man. 
Self-love is the best love. Mm, me, myself, and I, man. That's what they, that's what y'all women say, man. Self love is the best love. You don't need no man. It's all right, but you actually do. You're in denial. You're in denial, man. But listen, hey, listen. It's okay, man. We've all been there before. We've all been there before, and, you know, we just got to take it in stride, man. We got to take it in stride, man. We've all been there before, man. Especially tonight, man. Especially tonight. You can be a million miles away, man. I can still feel you, though. Tonight, man. We always gonna find a way to make it without you, man. Always, man. Always, man. You know what I mean? But but shout out to the God Future, man. The king of toxic music, man. He tells you what it is. Valentine's the worst day, man. Valentine's Day, the worst day. Got two minutes to please. You got it. Episode 33, man. The worst day. Oh my goodness, did you hear that? When you got that many, Valentine's the worst day. Shout out to the God Future, man. Toxic King, man. You got it. We out of here, man. Episode 33, 